Hello everyone, welcome back to the second part of Brew with Memory using our Nanolat coffee from Pilkokara. As a reminder, it is a fully washed Tipica coffee uh, from the region of Azuay in Ecuador. And um, in the first part, we made a V60 or any kind of drip, uh, drip coffee. And for this method, uh, for this one, we're going to use an Aeropress. And I'm going to use a very um, particular technique uh, very weird and uh, and interesting, um, and this this one is fully inspired by um, Tetsu uh, Tetsu Kasuya. And Tetsu Kasuya is the 2000 was it 15 or 16 uh, World um, Brewers Cup champion, and he's the one who popularized popularized the um, the uh, V60 recipe of the kind of 4060. <clears throat> the 4060 is basically uh, dividing your pour into um, into uh, six parts or five parts, I think. And the first 40% would kind of highlight the acidity and sweetness and the remaining 60%, the body and uh, the lingering aftertaste, etc., etc. So the idea uh, was just to deconstruct the, uh, the pouring pattern and that's how he became kind of world champion. And... Now he really um, does amazing work um, in Japan where he tests all kinds of crazy recipes and he always thinks outside of the box. That's why I really enjoy um, all the work that he's been doing and, uh, and how we inspire uh, kind of the entire community to, to create different recipes and come up with new ideas to extract um the best of each coffee all right this method uses an aeropress and when i first saw that method i was like wow why we didn't think about that before and basically um he uh, he's using the aeropress like we use any other dripper except that at the end it will press which means uh we are going to brew coffee almost like if we were brewing any dripper and here, in this recipe, it was 20 grams and 300 uh, grams of water. But here, I'm going to, going to use my 15 grams of coffee and 250 milliliters of water at 199 or 200 Fahrenheit or 93 degrees uh, Celsius. And uh, we're going to make a bloom and divide the pour into four to try to end at two minutes and, uh, and 30, and then press for, uh, for 30 seconds. The idea is that a longer brew time usually extracts more of the texture and the aftertaste. So you have a lingering aftertaste. And usually on a, on a um, drip or pour over, uh, the aftertaste is, and the body is not the main kind of highlight. Here, we really want to have the best of both worlds the clarity and the, and the cleanliness of a drip, but also the, um, the finish and the body of a uh, immersion style. And so I really love this recipe. I think I've been, I've been using that recipe now uh, since it works with most of our, um, our, our collections and light, light roast because once again, we realize that um, by using a light roast, 
the, um, the probability of extracting dark flavors is really minimum. It's, you can really, really uh, jump up the extraction when you use light or light to medium roast. And so here, really, uh, we're really going to push for that extraction. Grind size is kind of medium, uh, medium fine. A little coarser than usual, but nothing um, too different. All right, wet my paper. Already done. And here you can do it on top of a mag or, or carafe as well. Okay, so I put my 15 grams. And I'm gonna start with a um, 30 grams bloom. And you see it's weird because obviously it's not like any other dripper where it drips faster. Here it will drip really, really slow. But the idea is um, to kind of build that column of water slowly. And I will naturally press the water and then obviously press for 20, 30 seconds. So let's start with a 30 grams blue. Here we go. And then we just roll. Also the idea is here is that, you see when you, when you, brew, um, when you brew a V60 uh, or drip, the filter creates a bypass. That's why I always suggest to, to remain below the half of the, of the brewer to avoid bypassing. Then I'm going to add uh, 55 grams. So basically when you brew a V60 and you go all the way up, all the way up, what happens is that your, your, your water will bypass through the filter sometimes. And here, because the, 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 the arrow press has a straight, hole, straight walls, uh, the water is really pushed towards the filter and will end up in your cup. So that's really avoid any, um, any bypass. Here, when I pour, I just pour at regular intervals, uh, 55 grams, and I wait 10, um, 10 seconds in between. Uh, the idea is just to finish my last pour about 220, 230, and then press. So yeah, I was saying that his idea was that the, uh, the uh, an air press is like a flatbed uh, brewer. So you can really um, emphasize and extract a little bit of sweetness, body, and finish. And have a very balanced cup of coffee at the end. A little bit fast. And so I use obviously the upright position of the AeroPress with uh, two filters. Um, right. And we go, I'm a little bit early, but that's fine. At two minutes and I give a little swirl. At two minutes and 20, I will start pressing um, really gently for 20 to 30 seconds. All right, let's start pressing. 
And here, because we are kind of usually in the AeroPress recipe, it's always one minute, two minutes maximum. Here, we're pushing towards three minutes, which really extracted a lot of those long chain molecules that will contribute to that lingering aftertaste. And here, I'll go all the way. All right. Coffee is ready. And what you'll see is that with this um, with this method, because you are not uh, you're not agitating too much the ground uh, when you flip it um, or when you stir it. Usually, when we stir and flip, what I realize is that I'll, I'm actually also pushing some grounds in the cup at the end. But here we a little bit minimized our uh, agitation um, and just agitate the coffee with with the pulses and in the cup we have really intense sweetness a little bit more than uh, what we had at the drip coffee and in the in the taste is really um it's really a sweet cup of coffee so we really emphasize here the nougat character we have a little bit less of floral uh, floral taste on this on this coffee but a really good um kind of fruity soft fruit flavor and that's why i like this method because you can really uh really see all the um the intricacies and complexity that the coffee offers uh, from the the farming to the actual varietal or um, the processing It's incredible because um, usually when we have those nougat, burnt sugar, brown, brown sugar, caramel notes, there's always a hint, you know, that little hint of, um, of burnt caramel um, when we roast because those flavors are usually extracted from the roast, from applying heat. But here it's a light roast and you still have those... Um, sugar browning reaction uh, taste but because that's sugar browning and that's what I believe I'm not sure if, if this is correct uh, in, in, in the flavors of a profile you have the enzymatic which is uh, basically the flavors that, um, that the coffee has by itself the sugar browning which is the flavors that the roaster kind of create and the dry distillation which is basically all the defects what I believe is that maybe here, uh, some of the flavors that we think it's part of the sugar browning are actually the enzymatic. I actually believe that here, the coffee itself is super, super sweet. And it's not a natural, uh, natural process. It's really like a round sweetness and it's a washed process. And that is all uh, the credit due to, um, to the farmer. Mm. Delicious, delicious. Try this recipe. Uh, let me know what you think. Try also with um, with other coffees. And I really, uh, I really love this uh, this this new recipe from uh, Tetsu. And um, and see you next time. Thank you very much. And if you have any any question, feel free to ask.